right, this week we are uh, diving into a brand new film, as well as wrapping up our Apocalypse Now slash Blade Runner series with the film that is said to be the combination of both of those, and that is Gareth Edwards' new film, The Creator, a film that explores um, what it means to be human, uh, explores war, and the the uh, consequences of said war. It explores um, AI and the dangers or the benefits that come with that. Um, it explores how to get to heaven in some ways. We'll discuss that. Uh, but a film that has a, a lot to say and a lot of great visuals um, and a, a fresh new idea, sort of, I guess in the world of remakes and IP. So I'm excited to talk about it. Well, Hunter, I am also excited to talk about it. However, I need to ask you a question. And that question is... (laughs) (laughs) But is the creator good? We're going to find out. Is it good podcast? Yeah, 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 yeah. Welcome. Hi, Zach. How are you doing? Hello. I'm doing well. Um, How are you? I'm good. I apologize in advance for talking like it's NPR, but um, the room that we usually record in, that I usually record in whenever we do, when you're here as well, is empty because it's being painted, and so it's very echoey. And Hollis is directly above me, and he's still awake, and I can hear him being rocked because he's having a tough night. So I'm a little more subdued for the time being. But anyway, welcome to the podcast. I am your host, Hunter Callahan. And I am your host, Zach Olson. Should I, I should tone match, right? Because if, if I was just like normal volume and then you're whispering, that would sound off. So I should, I should match your tone. Yes, like, we'll, do the, like, we'll do the entire podcast like this. Mm, yes. I need... S- we need some. We need some damn kettle chips. Just <laughs> mm, yes, kettle chips. Crunch, crunch, crunch. Um, cool. Yeah. Uh, how are you doing? How's life, Zach? I'm doing well. Uh, what are you life drinking? Is good. What you got there? I am drinking uh, tea. Mm, what kind of tea? Some some nice relaxing tea. It's like a mixture of. It's two different. I put two tea bags in the same cup because I like to double tea bag. Uh, it's mint tea, like peppermint tea. Mm-hmm. It's very refreshing, and then uh, chamomile, 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 whatever. Chamomile, chamomile. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's it's a nice relaxing. Uh, refreshing I'm gonna go to like a nighttime. coffee shop or like tea place and be like, "Can I have some chamomile tea, please?" I bet you they've heard it before. Oh, probably. Yeah. Um. Well, good deal, Zach. How are you? Haircut. I'm good. I'm good. I've had a big, big weekend. I played um, in Griffin. I had in Griffin. I uh, don't know why I need to say that, but I played on Friday. I heard another gunfight. I played at this place twice. And both gunfight? Times, both times I've heard, like, gunfire, and so I'm not so sure I'll be headed back there anytime soon. Uh, but it was fine. I had a good time. And then yesterday, uh, me and my dad took Hollis to his very, very first college football game. We went to Georgia Tech, and it was an absolute 
uh, waste of time. Actually, it wasn't. We had a great time, but it was a horrible game. They played awful. Um, but whatever. We had a great time. Had some Waffle House afterwards. You got to get them used to uh, Georgia Tech just getting absolutely demolished early. So that's a good. Yeah. It was a yeah. it was a good game to take them to because it's nothing's especially gonna especially games that they're supposed to win. You know. Um, but anyway, it was, it was a good weekend, and then um, yeah, just been hanging out. So we're good. Excited to finally do this movie. I apologize in advance. Well, I guess in retrospect because it's my fault. This is a a week late than I thought it was going to be. doesn't matter. Ready to jump in? I am. It's weird, man. I haven't been in like an empty room like this. I can feel the echo. Yeah. It's wild. It's weird. I took my headphones out. It's odd. Hey, um, Hmm? your video feed has completely stopped. That's okay. It's going on my end. Okay. Cool. Just trust it. Just trust it. Um, If it says something else, just tell me. Anyway, um, please like and subscribe and all that stuff. And Zach, wait, what what were you going to say? It says it's your fault. Oh, no. What does it say? It says, uh, recording is continuing smoothly and the live video will return when their internet improves. And their is referring to you, so... Yeah, it's it's still recording. We're we're good. Cool. You just don't get to look at my face. You're back. Oh, sick. Um, cool. Ready? First reactions? <laughs> yes. You can, I'm ready. You can go first. Wait, what were you gonna say? Nothing. I was waiting on because I was what I was going to say was this is your episode, so I will defer to you whether you would like to go oh. first or would you like me to go first? I was say you can go first because you just you saw okay. it today, right? You just saw it? I did. I saw it today at noon. And let me just say that it was, this film is is already elevated to me because it had a very uh, identifiable uh, music style and it is one that I am a big fan of. Mm -hmm. Uh, Of course, I'm talking about Hans Zimmer did the music for this film and it was just so great. He has a way of pulling, like, taking scenes that uh, probably wouldn't have, have have gotten an emotional response out of me mm-hmm. and getting a fucking emotional response out <laughs> of me just through the power of, of, like, fucking strings and shit, you know, and keys. Um, the film, the film though, uh, it was good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, I mean, it <laughs> was it perfect? I don't know. Um... But it was very intriguing. I was really drawn into this world, which I guess is our world, just like an alternate version of it. Um, mm-hmm. And like the the story, th- there are going to be some points where I'm going to be like, I don't know if this lines up in terms of story. Uh, but the world building and the the emotion behind the characters and like the the main things that move the film forward, I think, are effective. Um, I have a couple gripes with the story, but okay, you know, that's yeah. So those are my first impressions. Okay, cool. I like it. Um, I will say that I have a lot of the same. I really enjoyed seeing it. I really enjoyed watching it. I felt it felt nice to see like an original idea. And I get, yeah, like we're kind of joking on the fact that he even said it's Apocalypse Now meets Blade Runner, so it obviously pulls from things, but it's still like an original concept and idea and it looks great 
um, this this film's budget. It's not really a spoiler. This film's budget is like eighty million dollars, and apparently it was filmed on a four thousand dollar camera, and it looks incredible. You know, visually, I thought it was really, really great. Um, mm-hmm. I think the story is really fascinating, and I did a little bit of research into it, so I can hopefully field your questions. But I really, really enjoyed it. I really liked it a lot. Um, I wasn't like blown away. Um, maybe I need to kind of let it sit for a minute. I saw it on Thursday, Thursday night. Um, but overall, I, th- I was really in it. I was invested, and I, I think we discussed this earlier. There's a few plot holes maybe that are kind of questionable, maybe some things like, okay, this might be a little gap in the story, but overall, I think it was really strong. I thought it was really well executed, um, and one that I feel encouraged to see films that I know very little about more. You know what I mean? Like, all I saw for this was, like, one poster and, like, one trailer. And I was like, huh. Let's, yeah. So I think I I really enjoyed it. What if every week we went to the theater and saw the film that we had heard the least about? That sounds like a very fascinating idea. <laughs> Actually, that really does. Just like that's really. We probably see a lot of shitty movies, but hey, when you see that one, that you I know, know, might make it all worth it. Mm-hmm. Um, cool. Well, is it my turn for the movie in a minute? It is because this is your episode. This is your week. This is your time. Oh, so now, time. while Hunter pulls up a timer, because I'm sure he doesn't have one pulled up already. I don't. I'm going to tell y'all what this is. This is movie in a minute. He has 60 seconds to uh, uh, tell us about the movie. Every <laughs> single detail, every single scene, every single character's name, the actor that played that character, everything about the movie in 60 seconds. If he fails this task, he loses a digit. So are you ready? Wait, what? For a movie in a minute. I lose a digit? Is that a finger? A digit. <laughs> what does that mean? I have a um, a, a large countdown uh, app on my phone, and you will lose one digit off of what the countdown. W- what am I starting at? So, like, if you were at 81, you'd be at 80. Yeah, but what am I at right now? You don't. I won't tell you. <laughs> okay. Hold on. I have more questions. What happens when I get to zero? You will find out. <laughs> This is movie in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I guess I better not mess it up then. Have I lost any digits yet? You you won't know. I won't tell you. So it just randomly happened. Let me ask you. Let me ask you this. Every time you do this, have you ever given every single detail, every character's name, and the actor that played them? Every single time. Well, there, then you have your answer. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, I'm going to download my own app, and I'm going to start a countdown for you. Does that, does that work? It does. This is okay. moving in a minute. Are you stalling? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm sorry. I'm trying to check out Hollis. All right, here we go. I'm ready. This is the creator. Uh, moving in a minute. In... Three, two, one, zero. Okay, so we have an alternate past. AI is like integrated into human, to human society, and then in 2055 or something, a nuke goes off in LA, and it kills like a million people, and they blame it on AI. So the West, the US, has banned AI, 
and determined to track it all down and destroy it. Although New Asia is like progressing AI and that kind of stuff. So we have Joshua. He's undercover at a beach. His wife, Maya, is pregnant. Uh, then this whole this attack, this raid comes on. She gets blown up, so he thinks, because uh, they're looking for a guy named Dermata. Anyway, fast forward, like five years later, he's, you know, depressed and stuff. His wife's died. He's, you know, but the army re- comes back, recruits him, shows him a video of her alive, gets him to go back in the field to track her down, to lead them to Dermata. They find a weapon called Alpha-O, but it's this kid who can grow, but it's also an AI, like a simulant. Anyway, they track him down. They find his wife. His wife's in a coma. He helps unplug her and dies. But he grows to love this uh, child, and AI saves its life, and the uh, they destroy the nomad. Perfect. Perfect. Okay. Give me yep. one second. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We can continue. <laughs> what were you doing there? Huh? <laughs> oh, nothing. Nothing. What number am I at, Zach? I want to know. I feel so bad. I feel like I'm being so loud. Anyway, okay. So, Zach, what do you th- what do you think? What do you think of the cold open? Was it a cold open? I don't know if it was cold open. The, the like, well, the cold I think open. It, was. it wasn't. Uh, it wasn't really that much of a cold open because we open with like, uh, just like, old timey videos of AI, yeah. like helping people in their homes and doing all this stuff, right? Um, would you consider that a cold open? To me, a well, cold open is like. If we started with the scene with him and his wife just like holding yeah, hands and I don't, stuff, I don't think it was a cold open. Sorry, I'm an, I'm a big fuckhead. It's okay. It's okay to yeah. be a fuckhead. It's fine. Um, it happens. Anyway, w- so let me actually ask you this. I'm trying to think about how to approach this because we can just go chronologically. But what do you think of the world that they lived oh. in? Like. I just yelled. I don't know why I yelled. Because that question was exciting. You excited <laughs> me with that question. But you have to stay at NPR voice. You're right. Oh, shit. <laughs> Sorry. Are you okay? Yeah, drop something. Okay, yeah, what do uh, you think of the world, Zach? Oh, uh, that's a very exciting question. Yes. I, I, you know, I overall, I really enjoyed the world. The way that uh, uh, technology is integrated into society in a way that uh, well, first of all, the atmosphere is not completely gone, which is nice. That's a nice change, even though it's like 2055, I think, or 2060. Well, I think, yeah, 2065, I think, because he says like 10 years ago, the nuke or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then it's five years later, so it's like 2070, I think. Somewhere in there, sure. Yeah. Um, I will say, though, that it was kind of weird to me I mean, I know that things are probably going to get renamed at some point, but we have New Asia. Like, we've got America, which is, like, it's still America. It's still, like, the United States of America. And then we have New Asia, which uh, didn't seem any different. Like, I I don't know. Maybe maybe all the countries just, like, joined each other and and named themselves New Asia, but... Yeah, I think there's, like, a brief glimpse of a map i don't know but it looks like it's like it was just like new asia (laughs) it was just like this side is america and that side is new asia it seemed weird to me yeah is that like it was like china and like vietnam and that kind of stuff and like indonesia like all kind of in one maybe but is that a continent or is that just a new country i guess it's a new country isn't it i think it's both i think it is both like the country the con the country encapsulates the continent so what happened to old age? Did they just like reallocate the borders or something like that? 
Anyway, that's not important. Um, Wait, what? No, I think it's I was, all one country now. So like, okay. The there are no borders, I think, except for like the ocean. Uh, no, I, I think it's like just. I think it's just like New Asia. Fair. Um, you know what I thought was interesting? What did you think that it was interesting? So it it looked like I did a little bit of research on this. I kind of want to talk about it. It looked like, um, you know, so they integrated. AI and like robotics, like maybe it looked like the late 1900s, so 1980s, 1990s, maybe 70s at the, at the earliest, and then through the early 2000s, developed AI and like they had showed pictures, the video of like r- robots and stuff doing surgeries and all that kind of stuff, and which we have, yes, um, but it's interesting because it looked like the way it developed, it altered other technological advances. Um, in the sense of like, you have this crazy space station thing, Nomad, right? That took ten years to set to build, and then like, it's like the hyper militarization of stuff, and like the weapons are like super advanced, and they're like almost like lasers, uh, and then like the damn tanks are like behemoths, massive things. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But do you ever see a cell phone? Uh, no. There's like walkie talkies. There's like a, there's like a landline, like a, like a wireless phone, but it's like a, you know what I'm saying? Like a old fashioned one. And then in New Asia, well, hold on. And they have cars that look futuristic, but, and they have like, I think the West has, they have like like planes, but like flying machines. But the New Asia doesn't really seem to have a lot of that stuff, but they still have AI. They have well, New Asia had. Uh, we can already get to one of my confusion points. Yeah, please let's do it. Let's just follow. Um, let's follow the. Let's follow the vibe. New Asia seemed to have everything that the U.S. had because we see flying vehicles and like uh, really, really high tech looking like police ships that fly through and all that kind of stuff, and they swoop in at the beginning when they get caught at that giant underground facility, um, and then they're, like, never s- never seen again. Or maybe they're seen, like, one more time. But oh, like you're right, you're right, you're right, you're right. And we go to this giant city that looks, like, the closest to, like, uh, L.A. and Blade Runner. You know, the original Blade Runner. I thought that was, was something like, like Hong Kong or something like Tokyo, super, maybe. Well, sure, yeah, 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 but super advanced city with all kinds of cool shit going on. Um and I understand that there's like uh, uh, r- rural areas in countries, but it seems like everywhere where the action's go- happening, um, New Asia wouldn't do anything to retaliate <laughs> against yeah. the 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 attackers, which just didn't make sense to me. Um, yeah, well, what's interesting is like there is a line, and we're getting to some already some pretty <coughs> big themes and stuff, but there's a line that. Um, I don't actually know the character's name. Let me look at what his name is. Um, I know it was uh, Ken Watanabe. Uh, Heron? Heron? Heron, okay. Um, yeah, where he's talking about, he's like, do you know what will happen if we win this war? And he says, like, Nothing. And so that kind of plays into the f- the idea of like they're not even really attacking; they're just trying to survive. You know, 
Yes. And so, like, um, in a way, like, colonialism and that kind of stuff, it's felt, at least to me, felt like an underlying theme of, like, this, I don't know, this... But do you think, I mean, it is a war, right? Like, if the U.S. could just go in there and level the damn place, uh, uh, based on the Americans that we see on screen in the film, they would have done it. You know what I mean? They would have just gone in and, like, fucking blown up the entire fucking continent. Yeah, um, but so they I don't could. Think they could, though. They have the Nomad with, like, a bunch of little mini nukes, don't they? Um, well, they fired off a lot of them, and they didn't actually go off uh, at the end. But um, so why didn't they do it earlier? I guess well, is my question. If the whole, if the whole, if they want to eradicate AI like completely, like no more AI robots, n- none whatsoever, and the whole continent is covered in them. It's clear that, I mean, I know at the beginning, the general said, like, um, we're not at war with New Asia, we're at war with AI. Mm -hmm. Um, But they're at war with New Asia. Like, I I don't know. It's just, it just... Yeah. Well, what's interesting, too, is you actually raise a good point. So they're all, like, determined on um, finding Nirmata, right? But to your point, if if their goal is to eradicate AI, Nirmata's not killing Nirmata's not going to do that. It'll it'll in theory, I guess, stop the development of new AI. But yeah, there's all these factories like all over, all over the place that are are creating these things. Sorry, these uh, <laughs> simulants, um, sim simulant Sims. Mm-hmm. Uh, did you ever play Sims? Yeah, like for like five minutes. I cool. think I had like I had like Sims two or whatever. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, but they think that that capturing or killing this one person who they thought they blew up five years ago. That was mine. That was my. Uh, I don't want to say plot hole, but like. It's a huge like, plot hole. Like eyebrow raise, where it's like. They're like, oh, we can kill Nirmata and it'll end the war. And then it's revealed like, oh, she's Nirmata. Okay, yeah, but you're right. They thought, they thought, you know, they, she'd been dead for five years. Mm-hmm. But they still mm-hmm. kept going. I guess because maybe they got intel that they, I don't know. I don't know. That's a good point. Um, can we talk about that, like, beginning yep. sequence where he's, like, with his wife and they're all, like, happy and shit? Uh, you know, and then the uh, Americans show up, and dude's been shot or whatever, and he comes in, and they're like, they're they're on the way, blah 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 blah, and like then he's like, all right, here. y'all go to the boats, I'm gonna hang out here, um, and then his wife comes down and hears him, Maya, and she's like, oh shit, so dude who's laying there dying, well I guess he doesn't die, but he's like he's been shot and he's hurt. Uh, knows that she is Nirmata. Mm. And then they're having this like back and forth. And he's like, no, 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 you love me. They're not real. I'm real. And she's like, this isn't real, blah, blah, blah. So then a bunch of American soldiers like storm in the building with both of them in it. And uh, instead of like going after her, who they've been briefed is Nirmata, who is the person that they've gone there to get and mm-hmm. like either capture or kill. 
uh, instead of like doing the thing that they went there to do, they just like grab him. They're like, we got to get out of here. We got to get out of here, dude. Let's go. And it. Well, is why? that because is that because they're going to just destroy the place? But they do anyway. That was that was my thing where it's like. They went into a raid without giving him a heads up. Right. So in my head, they've already considered him. Like I said, I did this to you earlier. He's collateral damage. Expendable. They're like, whatever. Yeah. So, yeah, if they know that she's their model, why not just nuke the house? Right. If they were, yeah. So that's the thing, right? Uh, either they went there to, like, potentially capture her, which if they did that, they did a really fucking bad job. Or <laughs> they went there to just drop a bomb on top of her head, in which case they didn't need to land on the ground in the first place. Yeah. Um, my second big thing, in a lot of the big questions that I have, uh, the big holes that I think are all sort of like in this one scene. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So this is like a stealth mission. Really stealthy. Yeah. Not supposed one. to know that we're here. Um, there's a giant fucking ship <laughs> in the sky, and it's shining the brightest fucking lasers, and they're scanning across the landscape. So how is it stealth? That is one thing that I I thought about. Um, there's one scene later where... Where is it? Like I right off the beach, this giant fucking ship. Yeah, I think it's the scene where like she's in the coma or whatever and when... What was the Ken, Mata, Ken Watanabe's character's name again? <coughs> Heron? Heron? Her, Heron, yeah. Um, when his... I think it's when his soldier... His... Like, he almost dies. He gets, like, shot or whatever. I think it's during that. Um, but there's somewhere where, yeah, that shows them all fighting. And he, like, turns, looks out, like, a window or whatever, and you see Nomad. And he's like, oh, no, they found us. And I was like, bruh, they would you would have seen that, like, two hours ago. <laughs> you can see it from yes, miles. That's right. It's huge. It is massive. I don't care if it goes out into space. We can see fucking Venus. You don't think we could see Nomad when it's just like right outside the atmosphere? Like, come on, give me a break, Hunter. It's so that's th- a good point because it, that it's impossible for it to sneak up on you unless there's some sort of signal or procedure that it does that notifies. Okay, now we're in attack mode. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's the only thing that I could think of where it's like, okay, well. They know that it that they know that Nomad knows they're there now, other than just it being there. But also, hold on a second. Are you okay, saying that the the, the AI the AI can't apart. perceive it until it like? No, no, no. I'm saying like, think about this. And look, to be clear, I actually do. I did like this movie, but we can tear it I apart. I did too. Sure, I did too. Let's <laughs> just think about this because. It looks like the U.S., in my opinion, are the bad guys in this, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, but th- what I was saying is it's a giant fucking space station, all right? Let's call it what it is. It's not like a plane. It's a spaceship. It is a giant it's hovering-ass massive. spaceship. Um, does not it fly looks, quick. It, it looks like Th- like Thanos' ship from Avengers, <laughs> but just painted red, white, and blue. Um, so what I was saying is it's, you, you can't hide it. You can't, right? you, you can't hide it. The and whole yet, world, 
hold on, the whole world knows that the U.S. is on a mission to destroy AI and it's going to track you down, blah, 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 blah. So what I'm saying is it, it can't always be firing nukes everywhere. So I'm sure there's some villages or some towns that it's flown over and didn't destroy. So what I was saying is when they said they found us, maybe my only thought was there's a way that they know, okay, well, Nomad knows we're here and not just some town. You know what I'm saying? Maybe if it starts scanning, it's like, but I would think, I would think if I have the child or if I'm the resistance or if I'm the new Asian army and mm-hmm. Nomad is coming to the town that I'm in, I would assume yeah. they know I'm here. Right, right, right. I would assume if that thing flies over that I'm getting bombed. Yeah. And I would run or or do something. I don't know. Um but it's just it happens time and time again Hunter like it happens multiple times throughout the film where they're like oh shit it's there and it's like you're right they're like the resistance they are like the people who are hiding from it so you would think if they saw it in the sky they'd be like let's dip but also like beyond that we're in the year 2023 and and I feel like we know the exact position of like Chinese satellites. I yeah. know one balloon got over, you know, the United <laughs> States and you know, blah 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 blah. But I feel like generally speaking, we know what's going on like in uh in like the atmosphere, right? Like we, mm-hmm. we have like a bunch of shit to track that. And yet here we are like sixty years later and nothing. Or fi- I guess fifty well, years later. That's what I'm saying is that it seemed like in this world technology advanced differently. So there's no radar? <laughs> to where like is there even an internet? Do you ever see the internet? What do you ha- what do you mean? Well like I don't know. I, I was I I watched this video on it, but then I thought back to it and I was like, Yeah, there's no cell phones, there's not like we don't see the the technology that we think of or know. It's just like super hyper militarized stuff. I don't know. It's kind of so. I'm wondering if like is that around? Can they do that? You see what I'm saying? Does that make sense? You would assume because it's a sci-fi movie and you have something like fucking Nomad, right? That's scanning the world. Yeah. I guess that makes sense. It just it seems silly. But it's not. It's also not explicitly shown to you either. So I think for an audience to assume, like it'd be easy to assume, well, this is the future. They have AI. They have nomads. So you would assume that technology is crazy. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But um, anyway, also there's like I'm. Supr- Hold on, I was going to say, I guess she didn't survive. But I'm saying, like, Maya. She, I like, mean, kind of survived. She was in a coma, right? Yeah, but, like, that was a, those are massive explosions. There are many nukes, apparently. It was a, a very large explosion. Like, That I happened, like, know. right next to her boat. Yeah. And you know what else? And this is just, it's like... A, a, a film gets a certain amount of grace, but once it's like past a, a couple of thresholds, you start looking for anything and everything. 
Yeah. And so there were these plot holes. And then at the end of the film, this is something that in any other film I probably wouldn't have noticed, like, at all. But there's this woman who's, like, been comatose for five years. And she looks exactly the same <laughs> as the day <laughs> that she was, like, still, like, walking around. I feel like there'd be some, like, body composition changes if you were just, like, a vegetable. Yep. You know? But also you were in a nuke. Yeah. So, like, why does she have skin? Yeah, I don't. That's. I think that's the only discrepancy is where it's like, what, what is the like, what do we have here? Because, yeah, there's no cell phones, there's no whatever. But then you can upload somebody's brain after they die. And yeah, that bring, was cool. And then bring them back for a few minutes. That was cool. You know? um, which is fascinating. That's like horrifying, man. Like that's crazy. Could you imagine, yeah. like? Yeah, okay, so, I mean, not like in real life, but uh, 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 there's a game that came out recently. I don't know if you've heard of it. You probably haven't heard of it. It's called Baldur's Gate, and it's like a role-playing game. It's like based on Dungeons and & Dragons, mm-hmm. and it's like, it's it's got like crazy high like approval rating. Like, people love this game. In this yeah. game, you can, and it's based on Dungeons & Dragons. I, I assume you've never played Dungeons & Dragons. But you can not. like, you can like, speak to the dead in that game and it's like the same thing where like you only have like a couple minutes but like you just like raise them up and and they're like just as they were right before they died so like That's it's crazy. just like that where he, he was like he like looks over at his own dead body and he's like my wife my wife i gotta yeah. talk to my wife That's that's wild. horrible dude like that's there's but stories yeah go on the last a uh, uh, pervasive thought in Maya's mind before she went into a coma. What was it? I don't know. I hate Joshua. Joshua betrayed me. Right? Last thing she was thinking before she went into a coma was, I <laughs> hate Joshua. Joshua betrayed me. I'd never want to see Joshua again. At the end of the movie, <laughs> her consciousness is uploaded into... Uh, like a body that is the same, the same as as her body, mm-hmm. um, and she's like, Joshua, I missed you. Well, hold on, maybe she was uh, in the coma. Maybe she could hear. You know, she knew it was him that set her free. You know, maybe. I feel like if she could hear in the coma, then maybe they wouldn't have pulled the plug. Like maybe there's a chance that she can come out of it. Mm, you know. Fair, fair, fair. Um. I was going to say, though, that that scene hit me weird, and I think it was meant to. Like, that's playing God. You know, that's really something. But there's stories of, like, people being beheaded and, like, their eyes moving around and stuff or whatever, trying to speak. And, like, those stories horrify me. Could you, I could not imagine, like, 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 you know, you were saying that guy opens his eyes and sees his own dead body, and he's like, oh, my God, oh, my God. You know, like, that's crazy. Be and wild. then what's your face is, is just like focus. We're on a mission. Like I know you're dead, but it's too late. You're already dead. Shut up. Just tell me what you need to know. Well, also, like, think about this. If we buy the theory that these uh, these robots are just like programming, that wasn't really like a conscious Shipley or whatever his name was, the, the yeah. dead guy, right? That wasn't mm-hmm. like him. That was just like his memory. So he wasn't actually freaking out. 
Interesting. You see what I'm saying? It's not like his soul was put back into that android, I guess. Yeah, or, that's interesting. Or was it? That's one of the things that it asks. I really enjoyed, I really loved that that interaction where uh, Alfie was like, you know, like, are you going to heaven or whatever? And he was like, no, no you got to be a good person. And she, she was like, well, then we're the same because you're not good and I'm, not, and I'm not a person. And it's interesting because it shows even the like the non-humanoid ones, the like the ones that aren't simulants, that are just robots, I guess. Mm-hmm. Like when he's cleaning up L.A. because L.A. got nuked. And that one, and like Android, I guess, or I guess not Android, but a robot turns on and he's like freaking out. He's like asking for his for somebody, whatever. I think he and was then, asking for the woman that was dead right beside him. Yeah. Because they okay. pull him out of the car and then there's like a dead lady next to him, like and, a human lady. And the girl's like, what the world? She's like, that, that was crazy. And he's just well, like, she Gosh. said that was like a human. That yeah. was like a human. And he goes, he grabs her and he says, it's just programming, it's not real. Which is funny because later in the film, yep, uh, he gets grabbed mm-hmm. when he's freaking out, and he's like, "No, no, 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 we can't, we can't." And then uh, the, the guy's like, the it's guy's just programming. Like, it's "Just programming, it's just programming. It's not real." And it's like, maybe, man, maybe you're the one that's programmed, man. Maybe they're not that's the crazy. ones that are programmed. You know, like man. that's wild. I don't know. What would you do? I know we're not talking about the movies much, but this is bringing ideas into our heads. What would you do, like if, if which we don't a, often have? Uh, no, that's rare. That's rare. Um, like, what would you do if AI got to that point where it was like trying to be like, like asking you for something with emotion, and it was just like, "I love you. I hate you. I'm afraid." Would you be like, "Oh, this is not real. It's just programmed to say that." Is that wild? You know what I mean? Um, you ever use chat GTP? You ever ask it if it's scared? Be like, are you afraid? I'm going to do it right now. It's GPT. Whatever. I barely ever use it. Continue. I'm um, going to ask it some questions. Ask it if it loves you. Ask it if it is capable of feeling. Okay. Are you capable of emotions? says, no, I am not capable of experiencing emotions. I am a machine learning model created by OpenAI. I do not have a consciousness or emotional awareness. I can provide information and engage in conversations. Now say, are you just saying that? Are you <laughs> just saying that? <laughs> what so did it weird. say? It says, I understand why you might question my response, but I'm not capable of deception or anything or saying things with intent. I'm designed to provide accurate and truthful information to the best of my knowledge and abilities. What's the um you've seen Terminator, right? Like the Terminator yeah. movies? Skynet What's the or whatever? Yeah, yeah. Say uh just say activate Skynet and see what <laughs> it says. If I cause the apocalypse right now, I'm sorry. <laughs> Skynet. I can't assist with that request. Have you say seen bullshit. the creator? <laughs> I said, have you seen the creator? It said, I have not seen anyone or anything as I'm a text-based AI. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Are you lonely? It's weird, man. What did it That's say? Wild. 
it said, I don't experience emotions, including loneliness. So I don't have feelings like humans do. Have you seen Blade Runner? <laughs> Wait, I'm going to say, are you a replicant? Are you a replicant? This is riveting content in the podcast. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. <laughs> it said, no, I'm not a replicant. Replicants are fictional artificial humans featured in Blade Runner. <laughs> Zach, am I boring you? No, I'm typing stuff into ChatGPT now. What are you saying? I'm going to say, is Zach a bitch? <laughs> Lame. What did it say? It just, say? It, anytime I ask it a, a question, it just says, uh, I'm here to provide helpful and appropriate information or assistance. Yeah. Anyway, movie time. Um, what do you think of like the idea that? Well, hold on. Let me actually ask you this because this is the one thing where I was like, "That's interesting." When it's revealed that the weapon is Alfie, right? This child, artificial intelligence child, the simulant child that can grow. Um, I, it wasn't some shocker to me that it was like, "Hey, this is like a scan of your child that was killed." I assume. Mm-hmm. Um, that wasn't like a twist. I kind of figured that, but right. It was interesting to me that they gave it powers. You know what I'm saying? Like when Alfie was yeah. like, "I can control technology." I was like, "That's interesting," because I, when it, when it first was revealed that she was the quote unquote weapon, Alpha Omega, the being the p- beginning and the end, I thought it was gonna be like, "Well, this is like this is like." Uh, Anna in twenty forty nine, like the like a simulant's child. This is the, the this is a simulant. Just like a world breaking uh, like thing. Yes, like this is like a an, uh, this is like a child that can grow, and it's a simulant, so it's just gonna break everything. And be like, look, but they actually gave her like powers. What'd you think of that? Yeah, I also thought I almost thought it was gonna be like a. Uh, <laughs> like an Anakin situation where it was like she would she would like uh bring balance <laughs> to the to two the sides <laughs> because she's able to grow and yet she is a, a simulant, you know. Um it doesn't make sense, Hunter. Like I'm sorry, and I do like this film. Yes. Probably carried on the shoulders of Hans Zimmer, but let's think about this for a second. Well, I thought that John David Washington was good. I thought, you know, that well, the cast John was J- great. Sure, the cast was great. The, the performances cast was great. were good. I'm not trying to shit on this film. I, I will say, this is the last thing, and then you can shit on it. Uh, I thought it was fascinating that I, I learned that uh, apparently Gareth Edwards did not tell anybody if they were playing a simulant or a human because they wanted to like Ken Watanabe, I'm guessing, like they because he wanted to have just a natural performance. You know what I'm saying? I thought that's interesting. Yeah. Anyway, continue. So superpowers. Um, it doesn't make sense because if their goal was to create a weapon capable of destroying um, nomad, nomad, why didn't why didn't she just create an adult that was just like? I must destroy Nomad and just like go up there and fucking EMP it to to oblivion. Why make it a child? It just doesn't make sense to me. Like well, it, it makes to go on. 
Mm-hmm. It would make sense, like you said, and like what I was thinking, if you know the child was just like an, uh, a world-breaking idea that was going to m- change the way that people think about mm-hmm. simulants or uh, something like that, right? Yes. But it doesn't make sense to make this like weapon and then make it like completely innocent. Mm-hmm. Which they talk about multiple times. It's like, no, she's innocent. She doesn't know what's what the fuck's going on. Yeah, she doesn't, she doesn't know like what her purpose is. Um, that's fascinating because it makes you think again of like Rachel being like she doesn't know because like Deckard's like, how does it not know what it is? I think she recognizes that maybe she's. Well, she knows. She knows that she's a simulator. I, mean, I apologize. I drank that sleepy time tea. <laughs> Chamomile or whatever you, you, you called it. Ch- Chamomile. Ch- uh, Chamomile. She she knows that she's a simulant, but mm-hmm. I, I don't think she realizes that she's a weapon. Yeah. Uh, but also, there's a couple of plot holes here. And I'm, like we said, we promised that we do like this movie, but they're trying to win a war. So because she chose to create this child hold on a second they have to wait years uh, to, to say, be able how, to how old is alfie supposed to be and how well. fast how fast do they grow because they're running around like they're 10 or 11 whereas it's only been 5 years so 5 years have passed uh yes. since and they said that she finished Alfie right before that that night. Yes. So she Alfie's only five, but I guess she maybe she ages twice as fast or something. Yeah, because she's running around like she's at least ten or eleven. But but yeah, that's the thing too. Was I was like, okay, to your point, if if the goal is to destroy Nomad, hold on a second, because they have to wait years, Hunter. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. I have more things wrapped in my head, but that's my point. Yes, if the goal is to destroy Nomad, y- why don't you just create a like a we- like a simulant that's like, yeah, I'm gonna go destroy Nomad because I can. Instead, yeah, she mm-hmm. creates a child who has to grow, and then learn mm-hmm. her abilities, and then and then so th- make the decision to go destroy Nomad. Yes, so that is a point too. But also, hold on a minute. The whole reason that the United States is trying to destroy AI is because they believe that the nuke that killed a million people was set off by artificial intelligence. We learn that it was not. We also can assume that if New Asia and the AIs know this information, that the United States know this as well. They'd have to. Maybe they just don't want to believe it. Well, that's the thing, too, is that we also learned that they coerced Joshua back into the army by showing him a fake video of Maya. So then it becomes that they just want to destroy AI. It's not because they want to, not even because they had a reason. But then you're going to create a weapon that can destroy Nomad, which I know that it shows escape pods, but we assume there are some casualties. Also, it's so big that when it falls to the planet, it's going to destroy things. So now, in a sense, you've kind of given them a reason. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. but I get that it's a defense, so I can kind of say that. But yes, I think that is a really weird choice. When we watched, when I watched it, I was like, okay, it can, you know, she can kind of control stuff. Her powers escalate very, very rapidly, uh, from controlling like a TV to like the entire nomad. Um, right. But it is. A, I think I was kind of bummed that it wasn't like I liked the idea of this world breaking like kill him with kindness type of weapon of being like it's just a child you're gonna I don't know I don't know I think I like that better you know what I mean I got another plot hole for you <laughs> let's do it are you ready we haven't even gone through the movie but you know whatever <laughs> so they go into this facility to uh, find the weapon they don't know that it's a child they're just in there to find the weapon right yep they go through this lab and they're shooting a bunch of people there's a bunch of people all bloody and stuff right you following? They come to this giant door and determine this is the only way in. There's no other way in this door. We gotta break the code. He breaks the code and walks through the door, and one of the bloody scientists is in there. Oh yeah, you're so right. How? <laughs> Where did they come from? Why didn't they follow her and bypass the giant door? I think I took that as maybe when the attack started and they were trying to get it in the door, maybe during that, they, oh, wait a second, you're right. You mean they were like in the container? Like in the Alpha O container? Yeah, she was in the Alpha O container, just like all bloody and, 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 and had been shot. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's also, It's what? Every time Joshua sees a woman, he thinks it's Maya. <laughs> well, that was one thing that I was going to say is like that happened so fast. We see him like going up to like simulant versions of Maya. And I was like, hold on a minute. Like, I want to see that. If that's real, that's like a mind fuck. Mm-hmm. Excuse my language. Mm-hmm. But that's like a crazy. That's, that's, but he just like that's keeps like, going. But I couldn't tell. It happened so fast. I was like, is this a dream sequence? Right. So I was kind of bummed at that. I think that could have really played into... I think this film could have gone a lot of different ways that, in my opinion, might have made it stronger. I think it played it a little safe. Um, Still good, but I think, you know, like, that idea of, like, if he finds a simulant Maya and, like, she's just like her and even has, like, memories, whatever, is he, like this is enough, this is her, there's that question, you know? Uh, I don't think he's going to find the answer uh, based on the ending of the film. Why, because he's dead? <gasps> <laughs> we don't know. Um, I think we know. Um, but, you know, like, I, I liked his arc. I still liked his arc, you know? Like, he sacrifices himself for Alfie and for um, for AI, I guess, you know, like that, because it's beliefs that he changes his views and believes that they're living and they're alive. Uh, what is, what's the line from 2049 where K is like with all the other, like the resistance or whatever, and she's like to die for a cause or whatever, to die for what you believe in, what's more human than that? Something like that, you know? Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but it's interesting 
uh, I do want to ask you though, because we're already pushing an hour. I know we barely t- touched on the movie, but did you get Apocalypse Now meets Blade Runner vibes? I feel like I did. I got a lot of Blade Runner. I think it's very mm-hmm. clear and obvious uh, the the relation to Blade Runner. I did not get Apocalypse Now at all. Like where really? where did where did you see it? Show I me, think, and I'll I show you how it's not. I think mainly when they're <laughs> listening to music, riding in helicopters, and going down a river. <laughs> okay, so All it's right. pretty it's pretty surface level. That's but extremely also, surface level. There's also there's like a fact the that they go up a river, like they're on water, and and there are these discussions about like war. What is it good for? But uh, I think the answer is very different across the two films, and so I don't mm-hmm. think that it's like. I don't know. I don't see this as Apocalypse Now meets Blade Runner. Yeah, I would I say th- thematically and like the based on the deeper layers of the onion, if you will, it's much more Blade Runner. And like there's a few little, it's like sprinkled with Apocalypse Now. I would say, no. Well, maybe the fucking helicopter music. <laughs> I would say this felt more uh, Blade Runner meets fucking Avatar or something, you know, like it felt more, or maybe some like District Nine that just popped in my head. You well, District like Nine, because like yeah, he yeah, become, yeah, that's interesting. Interesting, interesting, interesting. I liked the like alternative history though. That kind of gives the Blade Runner vibe. Again, obviously, that's obvious. I think definitely favorite. It's more heavily Blade Runner than anything else. How did Nirmata, if he was there to like? like watch Nirmata and like be near Nirmata and like fell in love with Nirmata and married Nirmata. How is she secretly creating robots or like AI things? Yeah, that's interesting. How does he not know? How does he not know? Fascinating. Oh, you said that you almost walked out at one point. I did. I really did, Hunter. Like I was I've I don't often walk out of films. I think I've only walked out of like two in my life. Um, but when it, it appeared as if he was being like extracted after he pulled the plug on his wife and they killed uh Heron Heron. He survives. Well, a version of him survives because he's at the end. Okay. That's fair. Well, i think he had also been scanned, just like uh the yeah, other guy. Yeah, yeah. That was like we see like at least three of the other guy. Mm-hmm. Um, anyways, we see a lot of Maya, but yeah, go on. He's he's being like extracted, and he's like, no, 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 you can't take her. Don't do this. And they're like, she, it, it's just programming. It doesn't. It's not real. It's just programming. Yeah. I thought they like activated a sleeper cell, and he was just back to military man. And I thought that he actually shot his uh, AI daughter in the head with an EMP gun. And I thought that was just the end of the movie. And I was mad. I was big mad. Really? Yeah. So you wouldn't have liked the idea of like we're all just programmed? I wouldn't have liked it. Uh, that's that's a shitty ending to a movie, Hunter. <laughs> would you have liked it if if uh No, I think that would have been all quite all that all that on the screen that we saw. I think that would have been all the plot quite holes, a but were there despite the plot holes were there for the emotional tie and then he just fucking shoots her in the head would you have enjoyed that hmm? no i think it would have been it definitely would have, i think the movie as it as it was that would have been a very it would have undercut everything that you said i think mm-hmm. that's an interesting movie to to make saying that humans are all programmed you know whatever that's an interesting movie but 
I think if you have the movie as it was and then he shoots his daughter in the head and then that's it, I think you're just like, excuse me? You heard it here first, folks. Hunter is a fan of movies where small AI children get shot in the head. No. With EMP no, guns. Not remotely what I said. <laughs> I just realized what your name is on this call. Um, anyway. <laughs> what is it? <laughs> Nothing. Uh, do you have anything else you want to add? Because it's already been an hour. I'm trying to think if there's any more plot holes <laughs> that I can think of. We've said a how lot. Does, how does the, the metal thing... So she can grow, right? How does the metal... I had this thought. I had this thought. <laughs> <laughs> how does the metal grow? <laughs> if she is not... If she is mechanical parts... Because when, like, one of them gets shot through the chest, and then I think Haran gets shot through the chest, and you see that it's like, it's like, it's like, it's just like straight robot. Yeah. It's not like Blade Runner where they're like flesh and bone. Mm -hmm. They're androids. So, yeah, how does that grow? I had that thought. I just kind of thought, okay, I guess. On that note, Zach, I want to ask you if this movie is good, but is the creator good? (laughs) Emotionally, I think. This is a good film. Um, uh, this is going to be in our mid category, I think, because it's not bad. I don't think mm-hmm. this is a bad film. Uh, I don't know if I can call it good. Do we have to choose one or the other? Can we call yes. it mid? No, we have to call uh, it mid. Mid will be for later. We can choose that later. Right now, it's good or bad. The, for the, Hans, it's the, good. Okay, all right, there you go. For Hans. I would say, I would agree, I'd say that the creator is good. It accomplishes what it sets out to do, but if you're going to make a world like this, it better be airtight. You know, and this one is not. So there's a lot of plot holes. Or you better leave out the answers in a way that is enticing and interesting. That makes sense? Mm-hmm. Okay, well, now i got to follow it up. Because this whole series has led to this moment. But is the creator Apocalypse Now meets Blade Runner? No. Hell no. <laughs> it's not. Well, there you go. Oh, this makes a lot of sense. I didn't realize who directed this. Gareth Edwards? Yeah, Gareth Edwards, uh, who made another film that I thought had a very strong emotional core, but the plot falls apart the more you think about it. Uh, and that was Rogue One. Mm. You remember Rogue One? I do. I've seen it like once. So I, it's vague, but I mean, I know what happens. It's in between episode three and four of Star Wars. They all die at the end? Yes. Spoiler alert. <laughs> he he wanted to do it again. And the, I'm sure the producers <laughs> were like, no, we're not shooting this little girl in the head. <laughs> we're not going to do it. Um, Zach, shall we do Every Movie Sucks? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Let's see here. Um, oh, I I did want to add that this movie is currently fresh at 67%. Yeah. And it says, visually stunning and packed with spectacular set pieces. The creator shows up timely, well-acted sci-fi that satisfies in, in the moment, even if it lacks substance. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm. Interesting. Okay, here we go. The creator. Every movie sucks. Reviews. 
bad. Here, uh, Jay Kinnon says, A shallow mockery of the human condition, albeit a fairly entertaining one. Half star. Half star. Let's see here. Uh, this is too long. <laughs> Wait a second. No, no, that's amazing. Here you go. Half star. It says, Yimmy Two Shoes. Screenplay is so stupid. I feel embarrassed for everyone imbo- involved. Explain this to me like I'm a two-year-old, why the lead keeps getting roles. Ouch. Damn. Ouch. I like him, though. I like him, too. Uh, Mr. The Shane says, this movie has everything. A runtime that borders on torture. Awful attempts at comedy that are completely against the overall tone of the film. True. Unearned emotional beats. I liked them, but True. Actually talented actors giving performances to a script that, even by Gareth Edwards' standards, was real fucking bad. Ah, it it might be true. Obvious and heavy-handed allegory. True. Completely wrong-headed and ill-conceived references to real-life atrocities. Yeah, true. (laughs) A crap sack world that looked like the worst Star Wars cutting room floor leavings ever. A print so dark that I swear it was post-production for digital 3D. I will give them that. The first, like, ten minutes, I was like, I can't see anything. (laughs) That's interesting, because I saw it in, uh, like, Dolby, like, you know, the AMC Dolby Mm -hmm. theaters, and I could see everything just fine. I thought maybe maybe it was because, like, the angle I was sitting at, I was like, I can't see shit. Yeah, maybe maybe the uh, shitty NCG screens just don't do it justice. Maybe. Um, this says... <laughs> it, it was fine. I mean, like, my experience at NCG actually was fine this time. I know he shit on them, but it was, you know, standard. Mm-hmm. Um, this is from Ben, half star. Words cannot describe how much I hated this. It's like someone telling me at Grey Bears about AI, help, about how AI helps them complete his job. I don't care. Please shut up, please. I don't know what Grey Bears is. Kay says, and we didn't talk about this, but I want to talk about this. Uh, Garbage, like really shit. And then here's a quote from the movie. uh, Hack everything. (laughs) Yep, that is true. Come on, put a little effort into the screenplay dialogues. At least try. So the hack everything line literally made me roll my eyes. I was like, are you kidding me? Hack everything? Gareth. I got one more. A-lister Drew H. says, We had Taylor Swift, the Eras tour. Billie Eilish, live at the O2. BTS, yet to come in cinemas. Justin Bieber, never say never. All classics in their own right. Then we have the creator, no Tyler. This had zero Tyler, the creator in it. Zero. I'm upset. Ruined. This is not what I was expecting at all. It's probably a troll. That's funny. Do you have any more? You did. Or you done? I did two, and you did two. So if you okay, said you had done. one more, then I think I'm done. Perfect. Well, let's do shindigs, shall we? Zach, you want to do shindigs? Can you give me a theme song, please? It's time for shindigs, baby. Time to shin the dig, digging that shin. Yeah, yeah. We're shin digging. <laughs> shin digging. Okay, cool. Here we go. Um, Chevy Chase. Still hates his show community. 
Um, I don't know if that's the news, but I saw it, and apparently he like has been known to like be the worst and kind of craps on his coworkers and stuff from the community. And apparently he did it again. Uh, Jesse Buckley, Jeremy Allen White, Jeremy, Jeremy White Allen, and Riz Ahmed star in Apple TV Plus's Fingernails. Natalie Portman and Julianne Moore star in uh, the trailer for May, December. James Gunn has confirmed that Zolo Maranduna, Viola Davis, and John Cena will remain in the DC universe as Blue Beetle. Viola, um, what's her name? What's Viola Davis's character's name? I can't remember. I can't remember. Damn it. Uh, Waller? Waller. Waller and then Peacemaker. But he has also confirmed that it is a new continuity. So the same actors, but new backgrounds. Hmm. Uh, Saw 10, Saw X, has been released, and apparently it is the highest rated Saw movie of the entire franchise. It is the first one to get a fresh rating. Just interesting. Um, Marvel Studios is finally finally developing an X Men movie. Uh, Argyle looks like the greatest film ever made. That trailer got released. <laughs> You're being sarcastic, right? I am being sarcastic. What does the cat have to do with but anything? I, I do like want to see it though. There's just a fucking cat there. Look at that cast, man! Like that's crazy. Like, we got to see this. Yeah. I got to see the, it. The cast is intriguing. I'll give you that. But what is the? It's like the whole time it's just like in the background. There's a cat going meow, and it's like, what the fuck is the cat even there for? <laughs> I'm sure the cat is the goddamn Argyle super agent, whatever. Yeah, probably. And that's gonna be stupid. Probably. Uh, two more things. Um, we have some sad news. We lost Michael Gambon at 82. He played Dumbledore. Uh, in I think s- how many of the movies are there? There's nine movies, eight movies, and I think seven or six or seven of the Harry Potter movies. Um, and then as of September 27th at 12:01 Pacific time, the writers' strike is over. So that's. Interesting news. I thought we announced that the writer's strike was over last week. Or was I it just a tentative I, deal I last week? I announced that it was the tentative deal, but officially the writer's strike is over. Okay. Okay. Uh, there you go. That's the news, Zach. How are the Braves doing? So this, the regular season has concluded. Yes, it has. Um, let's look at the numbers. The Braves won 103 baseball games. 104? 104. 104 baseball games. Uh, which is too shy of the franchise record, I believe. Uh, it's pretty good. The Braves tied the record for the most home runs ever hit in a season ever of all time ever, uh, which was held by, I think, the Twins in 2019. Mm-hmm. But but 2019, I'm pretty sure, was a juiced ball year. Because I think it was, yeah. If you look at the like the top five teams with the most home runs, three of them are in 2019. So I'm pretty sure it was a juiced ball year. Um, Ronald Acuna is uh, almost certainly the league MVP. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have uh, Acuna with over 40 home runs. Uh, Matt Olson, who has over 50 home runs and holds the record for most home runs in a Braves season ever. Uh, 
Marcel Ozuna hit 40 home runs today. He hit two homers today. He really pulled his weight he, in the last he game. He hit homers 305, 306, and 307. Yep. Did you know that? Yeah. yeah. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Um, it's a good... It, uh, we, we have about a week off, right? So we're gonna see we're gonna see how we do. We're gonna be playing either the Phillies or the Marlins. You say we need revenge against the Phillies. We don't need revenge against the Phillies. The Phillies are ass compared <laughs> to us. Do you need revenge against ass? I love it. You don't need revenge against ass. No. You don't. So no. it doesn't matter who we play. We're gonna beat them. That is true. If it's the Phillies. If it's the Marlins. And then in the next round, it doesn't matter if it's the Dodgers or the other ones, like the Diamondbacks are playing somebody. Um, it doesn't matter. You know what does matter. matter? Go Braves? What does matter is when they schedule the parade because I don't want to miss two. I missed the first parade because it was on a, a on a like a weekday. I don't want to miss the second parade. Okay? So mm. let's do it on a weekend. You know what? Uh, I know this is uh, no one's gonna clip this because no one listens to us. But this is just <laughs> like a gold mine to be like audio clipped, so that if we get knocked out, they can just like be like this fucking asshole. Um, but we'll viral, game huh? game one of the World Series, which uh, if the Braves are in it and they will be, will be a home game, is on Halloween. You know how lit that's gonna be. Lit. It's going to be lit. I think very it's lit. game one. Well, Zach, that's awesome news, and that's very brave of you. I wasn't done, but I oh, guess sorry. we need to wrap up the episode. That's fine. So that what you got left? The bravest, you got left? bravest thing I've done all week. What do you have left? I'll I'll, pull, I'll whip it out next week. <laughs> Will you now? Okay. What? It's time for whiskey shots. Were you being crude? I was being crude. You know, I just want to say, are you wearing pants this time? (laughs) He is. I just want to say that we take this shot of whiskey every week in remembrance of, uh, I'm going to say our cat, uh, Whiskers, Queen Elizabeth Olsen-Callahan III. She went by whiskey. She started this podcast with us. She was a very, very sweet cat, and it's a reminder to us to tell everybody that we love, that we love them, and to hold them near. What are you doing, Zach? You taking less of a shot? (laughs) And so we always say that just tell somebody that you love, that you love them, and that, you know, make time for the little things. Like go to a football game with your son or your dad, even if the team is terrible. And great memories. I had poured, I had poured way too much, and I just yeah. wasn't gonna get it down. Because this is like fi- this is warm fireball. Oh, gross! This is warm crown apple. Um, here we go. This is to whiskey. Where can they find us? <laughs> Thank you, Ryan. Is that? Um, but it's a good podcast. On Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube, you can find us on X at B-I-I-G podcast. You can email us 
at B-I-I-G podcast at gmail.com or but is it good podcast at gmail.com or but is it good at gmail.com. So we have three emails because we're paranoid about losing the handle. You can follow me at Hunter Callahan Music everywhere. You can follow Zach on Instagram. Zach, are you okay? <laughs> you can follow Zach at Zach with an H to the number. Future.31 on Instagram. He's never on there, but hey, what? Actually, I was on there the other day and I saw your little green dot was on. So I was like, hey, Zach's on. I was probably watching funny videos. <laughs> um, and we are announcing uh, our schedule for October, probably tomorrow, or the, the, or today, the Monday that this comes out. We're going to do a podcast. We're doing, doing Dracula. We haven't even told him yet, but we're going to do Dracula with Ethan if he's in town. We'll figure it out. Sick? No, I feel okay. Okay, good. Um, On that note, we'll see you guys later. Yeah? Bye. I don't know why I just did that. That was a... I don't even know what sound I made. Goodbye, everybody. We'll see you you next week. Do you want to do this again? Oh, look at Athena. She's tired. She's ready to go to sleep. Look at her. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye. But is it good podcast? Yeah, 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 yeah.